be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. Both ran. But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the doors in the church was hinge-bound, so I went to grab my chisel. And apparently somebody used my chisel as a crowbar. You couldn't even cut butter with it. No, I, I didn't throw it out. I brought it to my father, who knows how to sharpen chisels. When I handed it to him, I said, look at this, just look at this. What did they do with my, my chisel? And my father said, every chisel that works hard gets dull. That, that's what happens. You just have to know how to sharpen them. The chisel has to be near the sharpener. Now, the reason I say that is because Peter is the hardest working of all the disciples. For instance, when Jesus was walking on the water... Peter was the only one, the only one that got out of the boat to walk toward Jesus. The only one. And then when Jesus said to them, he says, who do people say that I am? Peter's the only one that raised his hand and gave him the answer. You're the son of God, the Christ. And when Peter was in the boat and he saw Jesus on the shore and he recognized him, as soon as he recognized him, he jumps in the water. He jumps out of the boat and swims to shore. Apparently that's got to be faster than rowing a boat. And then even in the gospel today. As soon as he hears that that tomb is empty, he bolts. And only one other disciple goes with him. Peter's the hardest working of the disciples, and that's why he's flawed. And Peter knows it. He knows he's flawed. He says, I, 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 should, be, I, I should be praying in the garden when I'm sleeping. Or I, I should be defending the Lord and I'm denying him. And I put my foot in my mouth all the time. But I'm not going to stop working. I'm not going to stop working hard. As long as I stay near the sharpener, as long as I stay near Christ, I'm going to be okay. You know, during the uh, clergy sex abuse crisis, I was invited to a Catholic university to promote vocations to the priesthood. 
and I set up a table there right in the, right in the cafeteria where all the kids gather to eat. And I had giveaways, I had prayer cards, I had picture posters. And not one person came up to my table. Not one person even said hi. So at the end of the day, toward the end, I was just about ready to pack it in. I heard a voice in the distance. Peter? Peter, is that you? I said, Amy? It was my old girlfriend. <laughs> she came over to me. I said, I apologize for dumping you to go in the seminary. She said, oh, that's all right. No, no problem. No worries. I married a doctor. <laughs> so after, after she told me her life journey and her house and her kids and the education and her, and her love life, she, she took a step back and said, well, just look at you. Just look at you. You're a priest. And at that moment, I was feeling the social stigma of the scandal and, and the rejection of nobody coming to my table. And so I said to her, yeah, I guess. And then she said, think of the people you can help as a priest. And in other words, she was saying, don't stop working. Don't stop working hard. You know, we get beat up. And sometimes the more we work, the more we get beat up. Look at Christ. Christ did so much. He got beat up, but he never stopped. He rose from the dead so he could always be with us. You know, Jesus has a toolbox, and every time he needs his chisel... He always picked Peter. Peter. He gave him the keys of the kingdom. He made him the first pope. He chose him to be transfigured before him. And you say, why? Why Peter? He's the dull chisel. He's the, he's the flawed one. And the reason why is because Peter would never leave his sharpener, would never leave his Christ. And yet it's true, we get beat up in life. But don't stop working, don't stop working at all. Don't you just keep being a Christian, just keep doing the things we, we do. Never get discouraged, never stop. Yeah, we'll get dulled, yeah, we'll be flawed. But you know we're going to be okay. We're going to be just fine. as long as we stay close to our sharpener, as long as we stay close to Christ. Happy Easter.